What should you do with your life? That's a really hard question. Early in life, we feel this pressure to pick the right path. But eventually, most of us face this fork in the road. On one hand, it's the safe path. and the other hand, it's the passion path. And we feel this push to go on the passion path all over the place. Social media shows this to you. Famous commencement addresses talk about finding your passion and pursuing that. But that's way easier said than done. We have a lot of tough choices to make, a lot of nuances in our life that we have to consider. So the point of this episode is to break down the safety path versus the passion path and give you some thoughts on how to pursue this and make it real in your life. Lastly, I want to leave you with a special offer that I have right now. If you go to uncaged.academy, you'll see a new cohort-based course that I'm starting. It's called the Uncaged Academy, as you'd imagine. It's a four-week sprint-style course with community, aka friends, people that can grow with you, all working to gain control of corporate, understand their dreams, paint a freedom blueprint that they can pursue as a better lifestyle, and then start making tangible progress all in four weeks. It's going to be exciting. I can't wait to lead people through this and build a community of like-minded individuals that'll last for a long time into the future. So to learn more, check out uncaged.academy. Okay, let's get into the episode. Growing up, society taught you to follow the script by choosing a career path and climbing the ladder. But for many people, this promise falls flat. Work suffocates them and life becomes painful. Here, you're trapped in what I call the corporate cage. Fortunately, there's a way out. You can take control of your corporate job and unlock a life of freedom. I call this living uncaged. Hi, this is your host, Matt Doan. I'm a coach, creator, and entrepreneur. Uncaging people is my mission because it's been my exact life journey. This show provides you the stories, principles, and tactics to make it happen. Welcome to Uncage Yourself. We have a very difficult choice ahead of us. It's what do we do with our life? And we often ask ourselves this at critical moments. So you've got two options. I laid this out before. You've got the safe path and the passion path. The safe path is kind of where we all start. It's this path of slow mastery. It's a dependable profession. You can know the skills you need. You know that by getting certain skills and certifications, credentials, and experiences, you can get X amount of money. You can get certain benefits, right? You can figure out the utility by if I go down this path, this safe path, in whatever profession I'm in, I can model out for years to come what sorts of benefits I can get what sorts of status, all those things are very predictable if you devote yourself in the right way. So early on, we say this is the right thing. And we think that in the future, we'll deal with this whole passion problem and deal with it. But before we know it, say 10 to 15 years into your career, you're facing this fork in the road, this (laughs) reality after you've been crushing it on the safe path, you start to feel this boredom, this burnout questioning your life. It can get really existential for a lot of people. I felt that deeply and that led me to full-scale entrepreneurship. That's not the path for everyone, 
But you get to this point where you say, <laughs> what do I do with the safe path? Because I know if I stay here, I won't be fired. And you have all the reason to just hold on to this because it feels safe. It is safe. It gives you dependable income, paid time off, benefits for your family. That is all very real and important utility that can lead to a good life. And when you are supporting others too, this is a lot of serious factors to consider in making this a real thing for you. So you're wrestling with the safe path on one hand. On the other hand, you might have this whole feeling of passion. I've got passion. What do I do with it? How do I find it? Right? We all, I think at some point, start to fantasize what generating income would look like from doing things that we deeply love. And the great thing about that is what we love, we're obsessed by, and we know that we would get boundless energy from it. But we also have these deep fears of, how the hell do I do that? I've got these weird interests like in psychology or animal care or whatever it is. I've seen everything. I've seen artists of every breed. I've seen everyone who has all sorts of weird, uh, exotic interests. And they say, well, what do I do with that? And they just pass it off. Like, I can't do anything with it. There's no right reason I can make that a passion. So they block themselves. So they get back on the safety path and they say the safe route is my route. And you know, if you anticipate what regret can feel like, that when you're on your deathbed, well into your 80s, maybe your 90s, you're going to regret that you didn't pick your passion path. You can anticipate it right now. So that leaves us with wrestling with what is safety, right? I can pick the safe path. I can pick the passion path, but I have to deal with the safety problem. Here's the reality. We're never really safe if we're pursuing what we hate. Okay, our plan B is someone else's plan A. And if we're always operating our plan B, we're always going to feel less than. We're immediately at a disadvantage. We're sacrificing our energy, our focus. And over time, this might ruin us. And for many people, it will. If you blindly give into it, or if you just accept it for the long haul that the safety path is what's going to keep you safe. Hell no, it won't. You're going to feel miserable. And that's anything but safe. Keep that in mind, okay? So you have this tough decision. Most of us, if given the option, would say, okay, a decade of mixed results on the passion path. Yeah, I'll do that. Over 10 years of sacrificing your time and energy on the safety path, doing something you hate. Most people would say, yeah, I'll take the mediocre mixed results on the passion path. You say that intellectually. But very few people actually commit to it because it's too scary when pressed to make a decision. Honestly, think of it this way. It's you committing to live your life in a way that you hate, right? If you feel it, that pain of hate is not going to go away. It's going to gnaw at you. That's a form of masochism. That's what you're dealing with here. That's what you're doing to yourself is inviting that pain over the long haul and ignoring what's possible for yourself. So what do you do with all this? You're wrestling with safety. You know there's a lot of utility in the safety, but you also have this idea, this pull of a passion path. You don't know what to do with it, so how do you reconcile the two? There's a few phases to think about. Phase one is early on in life, just know that we all have to take the hits. As we grow up through traditional schooling systems, on through college, this is all following beaten paths and you can't avoid it. It's just the way it is, at least in today's society. Hopefully that gets better and we get more uniqueness offered to us, more 
individuality is offered to us early in life, but it's not that way. Phase two is you have to get your grounding, right? Professionally, picking a safe path to start is useful. It helps get you a base. It gets you network. It gets you income. It gets your feet on the ground and able to soon think about actually what you want to do. But eventually, with that safe path, 5, 10, at most 15 years in, I think you start to run out of steam. I see this all the time with my clients. I found the same thing for myself. And you need to do something. So what you need to do is establish a vision for your life. Hopefully that you're doing this along the way and you're getting a clearer, crisper view of the lifestyle you want to live. And you keep updating it. And just don't let go of this because this is what matters, how you live the features of your life, how you're traveling, how much money you have, how you're spending your time, who you're around, family, friends, influences. This is what matters, okay? So get that vision of your life. That's the third phase. And then the fourth phase deals with shifting from safety to passion. And it's not necessarily a clean break that you pull off in the middle of the night where you go from, I'm doing my safety path one day and tomorrow I'm doing my passion path. That can be very radical and it can disrupt your life greatly. Problem is also, most of us don't have a passion. If asked, do you know what your answer would be to what your passion is? The reality is you don't find it. It's not hiding under some rock. You have to go cultivate it. This takes time. It takes experimentation. It takes trying different things, following, picking yourself back up, getting feedback out in the world, to seeing how to apply your interests and skills, your unique abilities, so that you can see what lights you up and what gives you value in the world. Because ideally, you want your passion path to earn you a livelihood so that you can spend more and more time there, right? So you've got to cultivate it. For me, I took time for a year and a half to build a side hustle through a coaching business, started one-on-one coaching for a long time, giving a a lot of social content along these lines for free, started the podcast, started a newsletter, all to just get my bearings and understand what interested me, what others found valuable. And I had to figure that out as I went. So we all have to go through that experimentation phase in shifting from safety to passion. Okay. It's not simple. It's not overnight. But over time, you'll start to weigh this difference of my safety path provides utility. And I know what that utility is. And I know that I can only give so much of myself to claim that utility, the income and uh, the network, but I can't go above and beyond because then I won't have any time or energy left for myself to pursue my passion. So you eventually have to make this trade-off of when do I stop giving a certain amount to my corporate job, to the safety path, and then how do I conserve some of this energy and funnel it over to my passion work? How do I cultivate that? How do you use that those funds? How do you use the time you can conserve from bowing out of meetings and such that I talk about all the time to fuel this passion path, whether it's a side hustle or just a passion project on the side. There's a lot that we need to experiment with. So that's the big idea, right? If you zoom out for a second, what have I talked about? We're pressured early in life to pick the safety path. And there's not a lot we can do out of the gate for the first couple of decades in our childhood on through early adulthood. But soon you're going to feel this fork in the road problem. You're going to feel this pull for wanting to be in the state of passion and develop your own path. But getting there involves some serious 
sacrifices and some serious commitment and focus to seeing what's possible, some serious experimentation to see where you find value, where you find energy, how you can create a livelihood, and then in turn, how others in the world would perceive that because that matters too. So that's part of the experiment. So just think a few questions to ask yourself. What does this all mean for you when you think about the safety path versus the passion path? Where are you in that journey right now? What are you feeling inside? What might you need to do? Are you ready to experiment? Are you ready to get in the weeds on what that passion is? Because you've got to cultivate it. And what do you need to prepare for in the future? If you're early on, maybe you just know that at some point after the next five years or so, after you've built a solid foundation, then it's going to be time to ignite that passion path. So keep this in your mind right now. Know where you are in your journey. And let's make step-by-step progress towards this because you're going to feel this fork in the road problem, okay? And like I mentioned before, if you want to work through this in a very systematic fashion, check out the Uncaged Academy, this new cohort-style course that I'm launching. You can check it out at uncaged.academy. We go through some of this exact work that I'm describing in this episode, and I know you'd get a lot of value out of it while building a network of friends in the process. So that's what I got for today. We'll talk soon. Hey, Matt here. Thanks for listening to Uncage Yourself. For show notes and more content like this, head over to uncageyourself.fm. And if you liked what you heard, I'd appreciate you leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time, be well, my friend.